It's at 2.35 and you're listening to the 123 Show with me, Sadia Osmani. And it is Tuesday, which means we've had quite a quite a programme today. It's been quite busy, actually. And I have got another bumper edition today because of Soundbite. We have got two guests on Soundbite. My first guest was Leslie and he was talking earlier on, Leslie Bailey, and he was talking about his wonderful Italian experience. And my second guest is going to take us all the way now to London and his memories and I'm going to talk to him in a few moments. It says Louis Lam from Gossip, a fashion tech startup in Hong Kong. Louis loves trying new restaurants and he shares his special food memories. As I said, um, you know, you can go ahead on my Facebook page and you can see a very delicious picture of some shepherd's pie. OK, that I've just told everyone what he's going to talk about, but I couldn't help it. But you will see the picture. Go to Sadia's Money on Radio 3 RTHK and you will see this amazing rotisserie chicken and um, some shepherd's pie. So we are going to be talking to Lewis in just a few moments, just after this track. And my guest is in the studio today. And as I said, you know, soundbite, it is Tuesday. So it's always lovely to have guests on to talk about their food memories. And now my guest is Louis, Louis Lam from Gossip, a fashion tech startup in Hong Kong. Welcome to the studio, Lewis. Hi, Sadia. Really nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me. It's lovely to have you. And now before, Lewis, we even talk about your soundbite um, and um, the shepherd's pie, <laughs> let me just ask you a little bit about yourself. So you sure. work for a fashion tech startup in Hong Kong, Gossip. Mm -hmm. So tell me what exactly it is that you do. Yeah, so we're a fashion tech startup and our key product is Gossip.com. You can just go online. It's an e-commerce platform like a fashion Google. Mm -hmm. uh, where you can just search and discover the latest trending fashion, beauty, and lifestyle products and shop right away. Oh, well, good fun then. Yeah, I mean, okay. COVID helped a lot. Actually, people were bored at home and then they're starting to shop more and more lifestyle products like candles, like soaps and everything, especially soaps, really? I have to say. Oh, yeah. wow. I suppose because I suppose maybe maybe people are using more yeah. soap anyway. But like luxurious ones. Oh, like, yeah. nice. That's Not interesting. Not sure if I can say the brand, but yeah. Okay. Okay, well, it's I'll really keep nice. it in mind. I, I, don't <laughs> think, I don't think during COVID I bought any soap apart from the little squeezy things that you put on, yeah. and, on your basins and stuff. Mm -hmm. So now, food for you. Tell me a little bit about your kind of background in food. Like, you know, go back to your childhood, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Like, was food a big thing? I think generally in the Asian culture, food is a big thing, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, I was um, born in Hong Kong, raised in Vancouver, Canada. And it was my grandma that raised me up in Vancouver mm -hmm. um, herself. So she used to cook a lot um, Asian food, Chinese particularly. And it just brings back a lot of memories sometimes. I still miss her. She's in um, Canada right now. Mm -hmm. And time to time, I always just missed her cooking and the soups, like the Chinese soups so good um it's, mm. it's, it brings back a lot of warm kind of memories and all that so now i kind of miss her just talking about it oh <laughs> brings back oh that's nice it's always lovely there is something else about you know family recipes and, and mm -hmm. what they taste you can never get that same taste anywhere else can you no. from what your grandmother or your mother makes things like that exactly i think one of the um favorite dish i liked is as simple as just um 
preserved sausage, Chinese mm-hmm. preserved sausage with rice. Mm-hmm. And you cook it in a, a rice cooker, mm-hmm. as simple as that. And, and that just, the smell of it, and that just brings back a lot of mm. fun, like fun and really warm memories with my grandma. That as simple nice. as that. So did you, like, as, as you were growing up, did you do much cooking? Did you, or did you watch? Or was that something that was, I mean, the eating was always, an, it's always an interest, <laughs> isn't it? But did you do any of the cooking? Uh, not cooking myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know how to like steam some um, eggs and, and cook some chicken wings, that kind of like easy peasy kind of thing, because I, um, I cooked for myself a little bit while I was studying in Vancouver University and all that. So, uh, yeah, but in terms of like um, loving food, that didn't really kick in until uh, I came back to Hong Kong um, after working a little bit in Vancouver after graduation. And the food scene in Hong Kong is just amazing. Yeah, like you would think, well, I did enjoy a lot in Vancouver because it's so diverse. You get Mm -hmm. really great Japanese food, Korean food. Um, Vietnamese cuisine, all of that, like it's it's everything in Vancouver in Canada. So uh, I I know you know I got the taste there, but really exploring and really testing new things out was really Hong Kong. You know, you you see new restaurants popping up, you know, every few months, and then it's the talk of the town. It's always hard. All to these do. long queues exactly. outside the restaurants. It seems like that's a kind of done thing in Hong Kong. Yeah, just queue up. If it looks yeah. like, just queue up. Doesn't matter what it's like. If you don't up. know how it tastes, just see if there, there's a queue or not. <laughs> yeah, that kind of tells you. And you can be in the queue for an awful long time, I can tell you. Like, yeah, I, I think the craziest it. time I lined up for a restaurant was three hours wow. for a dessert place. Are you joking? Dessert restaurant. You're probably ready for breakfast by then. Uh, yeah, I was actually trying to give up halfway and then my friend was like, no, we already lined up for an hour and a half. And we was it worth up. it? I would have to say no, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I would very much rather I flew to Taiwan for that kind of a toast dessert. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it was very good, well, but still. you could have actually flown to Taiwan and <laughs> spent three hours. Sure. You could have easily called a flight. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so now, tell me about your soundbite. Because you've chosen, mm. and, you know, I mentioned Shepard's part, but you've chosen something which is so completely, distinctly sort of British. I mean, I was brought up in the UK, and Shepard's pie mm. is a comfort dish. It is a lovely dish, and I do like it. It's a simple dish, but tell me your experience of it. Yeah, well, Sadia, I chose shepherd's pie because it actually represents a lot of my memories and um, achievements um, at Gossip because um, part of my work is really working internationally with a lot of fashion brands like um, Net-A-Porter, Farfetch, Harrods, Selfridges, these UK Mm -hmm, signature mm -hmm. department stores online. But all this time, the communications have been just online Mm -hmm. and through emails, conference calls, Zoom meetings, and we're basically just pen pals. You don't really get a chance to have that in-person connection and then a few years ago I had the opportunity to go on a work trip and finally really meet them mm-hmm. in person um, in, in London so one of the first meal with the clients was where I had a classic shepherd's pie at a, a local pub and that's when it really hit you know I am in London right I'm mm-hmm. not in Hong Kong mm-hmm. I'm finally meeting like the Harrods team and, and basically the the shepherd's pie transported me completely to another world halfway across the globe and I'm also meeting the clients in person in, and it's just magical. And this was in a pub, was it? Yeah, a local UK, you know, Yeah, kind of, because, you know, in, in the UK, it's very common to have a pub meal. Like, you can mm-hmm. just go, and and I suppose before the whole kind of no smoking thing came in, if you went into a pub, it's usually very dark mm-hmm. and very smoky. Not very nice, actually. Very smoky. But, but that was, and, and pub meals can be very nice. So describe
describe the the shepherd's pie to me? It's very hearty, you know, mm-hmm. like when you the first bite of it, it's so flavorful, and mm-hmm. the texture is just a lot of different layers, right? You get you get the the soft kind of crust, and then the meaty part, and then like a little bit of the mashed potatoes, that kind of thing. It's it's just so good, and then it's I never had one in UK, mm-hmm. um, and that was my first. Taste of it, wow. like a, a authentic one in, mm-hmm. in London, locally in a pub as well. So that was just uh, amazing, and I, I felt I almost forgot to talk. You know, like I was enjoying <laughs> a wow the food. moment where yeah. food is concerned, right? Yeah, yeah. Because my CEO, she's she was studying in the UK, and like she brought us there, and then um, she was like, "Oh, the first thing you have to order here is going to be the shepherd's pie," and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to go for it." Okay. And then you know, she she knows how it tastes like already, and it's her go-to. But for me, mm-hmm. that was just like. Amazing.、Mm, and have you? And then after that, you know, sometimes I suppose we have an experience where we try a dish at a specific time or a specific place, and it's and it's just amazing.、Mm-hmm. And then if we go back to that place or we try it again, we think. It's all right, but it's not as great as it was the first time. So, did you experience that afterwards? Did you have it again somewhere else, and did you find that it was still okay? Yeah, I mean, like it's still my go-to now.、Okay. I mean, like every time I go to London now, first thing I try to order is a shepherd's pie. It doesn't have to be a local <laughs> pub. It doesn't have to be okay, a local、okay. pub, but it's my like go-to dish nowadays.、Yeah. Like even comfort food. But like even if I have one in Hong Kong, it's not the same taste. I sometimes feel、uh-huh. maybe it's not with the clients. I don't know, but it's, okay. You don't oh, get- I was going to ask you actually whether you have sort of. You know, frequented the restaurant and <laughs> searching in a in a kind of shepherd's pie crawl or something, looking for the best shepherd's pie in Hong Kong. You haven't really found anything. No, but when I always see that on the menu, I would order it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but now I feel like it's more for sharing. Okay. Yeah. I I, I don't think I can finish a whole one by myself、oh. in, in Hong Kong at least sometimes.、Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, sounds great. <laughs> so now you know you're a Hong Kong boy. You've been brought up here, and obviously you, you've spent time in Vancouver as well. In terms of、um, you know choosing. Food to eat here. What is your go-to apart from the shepherd's pie? You know, if you're going for an authentic, and, and you mentioned you like soups,、mm-hmm. if you're going out for a meal in Hong Kong, what is it that you really love to eat? Comfort food, I would say. Sometimes I would resort to pizza.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's not really Hong Kong, is it? Yeah, say, it's but... not Hong Kong. But I think, oh, if we talk about local Hong Kong food, it's always、um, uh, barbecue pork rice. Okay. That's my go-to. I mean, like I've been searching for the best barbecue pork locally in Hong Kong. I think I've looked over YouTube, like Instagram, all that, and I, I think I finally found the top two kind of、uh, places、uh, for barbecue pork.、Mm, yeah. Okay. Now the thing is, when we go out, there is just such a huge selection of places to eat in Hong Kong, right? So. I mean, when you go to a restaurant, do people? Because I wonder sometimes. Because I always check. I always check reviews,、mm-hmm. and I was going to check out. Say, okay, how, what what kind of number have they got? And if it's kind of close to five, you think, yeah, yeah, let's try it or whatever. But do you tend to review those restaurants? Do you tend to, you know, write down if you do enjoy it? Do you review? Because I feel like we really do need some good reviews. That we do need to check reviews before we go. Does it make a difference? Do you think? Oh, for sure. I think the only thing is, I I'm quite. Lazy sometimes to write it. Actually,、mm. I have my own notebook in my head、mm-hmm. in terms of like, oh, this would be great with a client. This would be great with friends. This would be great with my partner. That kind of thing, but not writing it down. I, I do kind of think I should because 
the more authentic these reviews are, the the more reliable, mm. you know. Because mm. I personally re- read a lot of reviews before trying a new restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It's just that. Yeah, I, I, I don't have the time for that. Yeah. Um, there should yeah. be a simpler, don't you think, that, that maybe there should be a simpler way of just doing a quick review? Because I, I think it, it is always nice. You always feel like, you know, when you've eaten in a good place, you want to actually spend the time and actually write about it and give them the details, things like that. But, you know, we just get too busy. And Hong Kong, you know, it's just too busy. People mm-hmm. don't have the time or the energy to do it. So it'd be good if we could just do it simply. So now, what other kind of main things do you like eating in terms? terms of desserts, is there any kind of go-to for you? Well, you've got the shepherd's pie, you've got mm-hmm. your pork barbecue, and obviously you lined up in one place which wasn't very good. <laughs> what would you go for for desserts? I would go for, it's very carb-heavy, um, but I, would, I wouldn't say dessert, but it's pineapple bun. Mm, mm. My favorite in Hong Kong. Um, I can eat it any time. Like, mm. That's why I think I kind of picked as a dessert, per se, is I can eat it after a meal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that good. And and it just uh, I know in Japan I had this where there was a kind of pineapple bun type thing and there was ice cream in it too. Oh. So it was similar. It looked like a pineapple bun. And then they just put a big scoop of ice cream inside. Oh, but um, it sounds great. No, I wasn't that keen on it, to tell you the truth. I kind oh. of thought, mm, yeah, it's right. Much? Yeah, a bit too much, I think. A little bit too um, much. And with the carbs, it just feels a bit sort of, I don't mind ice cream cones and such. <laughs> All right, so you go for the pineapple bun. Mm-hmm. And if you were going to sort of, I mean, any other thing in terms of food-wise that you would recommend to anybody? I think Italian food in Hong Kong, like the Italian cuisine scene in Hong Kong is just growing and growing, mm-hmm. more authentic in terms, it can be pasta, it can be pizza, it can be anything. And um, But every time I go to these new or, or Italian restaurants, I always go for the tiramisu. Mm-hmm. And oh. Yeah, like I, I think my personal favorite is Peachy's tiramisu oh. so far because it's not too big. Okay. You don't feel too guilty if it's uh, if you have one by yourself sometimes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of it's my so interesting. To it. You said I had um, somebody on Soundbite some time ago, and she basically went uh, all around Italy finding the best tiramisu, and she was going to every restaurant, oh. checking it out, <laughs> and then she came and she said she must have had about three each day or something, and it was amazing. Oh. She said she put on weight, and so it was so funny. <laughs> it was on it. Soundbite, and she was just talking about tiramisu, but. Um, um, you know, in Hong Kong, how about things like cakes and stuff? Where would you recommend? Because I find that, um, you know, this is my own opinion, right? But uh, I find that cakes look amazing. Mm. They look really great. But when I kind of buy into them, maybe because I've got this British background of, mm-hmm. you know, Victoria sponges and things like that, they don't taste that great sometimes. I agree. There's sometimes there's a lot of cream, but it's not, it feels very heavy. It's not light kind of cream or the kind of same taste you get in, in London or UK, yeah, I would yeah. have to say. Um, the I think the most recent cake that I enjoyed was some mochi ones. So it's like a sponge cake, mm. and then in the middle there's mochi. There's a layer of mochi. And it just brings sometimes the memories of like, oh, I'm in Japan, especially during COVID, you know. So where else have you traveled? Like we've got about mm. two minutes. Let mm-hmm. me just t- touch on where else you've traveled. Um, did you do a lot of traveling before? I think except for South America, I've pretty much been to every, almost um, the major parts of the world, mm-hmm. I would say. Wow. And yeah, but I, I particularly enjoy the food in um, Japan and Europe, I have to say. 
Okay. Wow. Gosh, that's you're quite well travelled. And do you have intentions now? I mean, once the COVID restrictions and stuff are lifted, can you see yourself travelling? Oh yeah, again? like we're we're looking at expanding to US and UK. So definitely travelling there towards the end of the year for business and food, of course. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Well, listen. Thank you so much um, today. You know, for coming in, Lewis. It's been lovely talking to you. And obviously, if anyone's kind of interested in gossip to find out, like, what would you say is the best thing to check out there? What bargain are you going to get? All the sales, it's up to 60% off now. All the different e-tailers online. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Now's the time. <laughs> right. Now, you must be, I mean, it must be very hard working for a place like this because then if you see all these bargains, you think, oh, I should get that one. I should get that one. Yeah, oh, like it's endless. And But I do enjoy it so much because it's so challenging and it's so fun and you see all these great deals and people shopping and enjoying the product. So. Super. Yeah. Well, Lewis, thank you so much. And that's about all we have time for. And Lewis has actually chosen a track to end with. We've got Queen and Somebody to Love from 1976. Lewis, thank you so much for your time today. It's been lovely talking to you. And you know what? I, I actually do actually fancy some shepherd's pie now. Thank you, Sadia. And, and you can make it quite easily. Um, boil the potatoes, do the mince, and then just put a layer of mince at the bottom, potatoes on the top, Put it in the oven till it gets nice and crusty. You at the need top. to share with me the recipe. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that. Okay, that's all from me today. I'm gonna be back tomorrow. Steve James follows the news at three o'clock, and I'm gonna leave you with Queen and somebody to love, and this especially for Lewis, who was my last soundbite guest on One Two Three Show. <laughs>